Father, we thank you for bringing us to this place today, Lord. Father, we thank you for those that have come and for those that are on the way. And, and Lord, for those who didn't make it today, Father, we just lift up them to you today. Father, we just ask you to meet them at their place of most inner need, Father. We just ask you to anoint your servant today. Lord, we empty ourselves, Lord, as vessels. Lord, give us ears to hear and eyes to see, Lord, and hearts and spirits to receive your word today. Father, we lift up your name today. Let your name be glorified. Let no man be glorified during this teaching today, Lord, but let the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified. We give you thanks and praise, Lord, for all these things. And we dedicate this evening, this study, ourselves wholly unto you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. You're welcome here. We invite you here. Teach us. Show us. Give us your spirit of truth. We give you thanks and praise. And Satan, we put you on notice today. You are not welcome in this place. We come against you with the mighty blood of Jesus. We come against every spirit, not of the Holy Spirit, every wicked spirit in high place, every principality over this place, over this area, over this city, over this state. We come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus, we pray for our governments, we pray for our president, we pray for our governor, we pray for our pastor, for our church members. Lord, we just ask you to bless each and every one where they be today. And Satan, you cannot touch anything we have, own, and possess. And anything you've taken, you must return back to us sevenfold. For the word says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and we are the head and not the tail. So we give you thanks and praise, Father, for your power that you give us in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, welcome. And it is our first evening here at the Hunter's Creek Community, or at the Eagle Park Community Center in Hunter's Creek. And a uh, little sparse tonight because we uh, didn't get a lot of the word out, but hey, that's okay. We're going to have a great time in the Lord tonight anyway. And uh, tonight, um, we're going to be talking about a very important issue if you're a believer, <laughs> and that is the issue of prayer. So I want you to uh, open up your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, we want to remind you that if, uh, if you uh, don't... Uh, have an opportunity to, uh, to, to catch everything tonight, you can still visit us on the web at www.ytaf.org. And right there you can click on the podcast link and of course you can uh, take uh, my charming voice with you anywhere you go on your iPod. That's a scary thought, isn't it? Um, but uh, take the word with you wherever you go and, and listen to it on your way to work. And you know, the, the word says that uh, we should never let the word depart from our lips you know, say it in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, basically all the time, tell it to your kids, tell it to everybody. You know, uh, the word is, is uh, life and breath to us as believers. So everybody in the book of Ephesians, yes. chapter six, amen. I've entitled tonight's study, all we can do is pray. All we can do is pray. How many times haven't we, we heard that? I mean, hey, you know, we've tried it all, but now all 
we can do is pray. As believers, we know that all we should do in many cases, or the first thing we should do is pray. But forever and ever, as long as I can remember, I mean, when, 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 when times get tough, <laughs> boy, you know, what is it that they say that there's no atheists in uh, foxholes? <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and, and of course, it is, at times as such as these where we have wars going on in the Middle East and, and at other times, of course, is, is more of a time where I'm sure that, uh, that some people say, well, all we can do now is pray. So let's, let's talk about this thing called prayer. What is prayer? Well, really, there's, there's three kinds of prayer. You know, first, we've got the prayer of petition. As we, uh, as we see here in the book of Ephesians, we, we pray with all petitions. And this is really a, a type of prayer that we would use for, for praying for ourselves, praying for our family members, praying for other believers. The word says that you and your household will be saved. So when you pray for, even for folks in your house, for those of you who have kids that may have kind of gone wayward or whatever, I mean, really... Praying for them is the same. It's a prayer of petition, right? Because if the word says that me, that you and your household will be saved, we speak things by faith and not by sight, right? So faith is believing the things that are unseen. Now the, now the other thing, of course, is intercession. And intercession, well, intercession is what we do for, for those people that, that just don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, we pray intercession for our, our loved ones. We pray intercession for our, 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 our fellow workers, for our, our folks in government. You know, I mean, it's so important that we pray in intercession. And did you know that intercession is a form of spiritual warfare? The enemy can't stand it when you really just get in there and you start to intercede on somebody's behalf and really, when you're, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, as we've studied before, and you start to intercede in the Spirit, man, that really just, that just really puts God, God to, to, to just send angels out on your behalf and just do just something incredible, incredible in the Spirit. And the third kind of prayer, of course, is thanksgiving and praise. Well, we just, we just did some praising a few minutes ago. And we were singing and we were giving God thanksgiving. And really, that's the way we should always start with prayer, with, with prayer isn't it? We should always come before the Lord with thanksgiving. I mean, you know, th does anybody here believe that, that, that they deserve what God has to offer? The Bible says that there's not one worthy, not a one. And if you turn, go, go, here, go here to, uh, turn to Psalms 95. Verse 2, let us go before his presence with thanksgiving and let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. That is the way that we need to approach the Lord. And that's the way that we start out most of our church services and, and, and Bible studies, of course. That's why you know, people say, you know, wow, you're doing a Bible study and you know, where's the band? There's no band. You just played some praise and worship and everybody's saying that, you know, God doesn't care. God, do you know that, that if you didn't do anything else in your life but praise the Lord, that's it. That, that's what you were created for, man. I mean, God, God, 
You know, I tell people, and, and, and maybe it doesn't sound right, but God is the ultimate egomaniac. God has the right to be. He's God. We're not. You know, and when, when we do it, of course, they call it ego. And what is ego? Well, that's where we ease God out, isn't it? You see, but God has the right to be an egomaniac. God is the creator. He is the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible, you know, um, and, and really, you know, prayer is, is just a way of communicating with God because, and, 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 and really, you know, people think, well, you know, what, what about if I, if I need to ask God, I mean, doesn't God know everything? Well, sure he does. You know, well, then why, why would I possibly, you know, if God knows everything, if God knows what I'm going to do before I, before I say it, then why would, why would I possibly want to pray? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, aren't you just saying we're kind of robots and just kind of cruising through the universe? Well, turn to John 15, verse 16. And this is Jesus talking here. Whatever you ask of the Father in my, in my name, he may give to you. Now notice, it wasn't will or shall, was it? It was may, may may give to you. So people think, well, you know, I, I can spend here if I'm going to, you know, if I, if I really want it bad enough, I can just spend hours and hours and hours and, and, and you know, and, and, and God will finally change his mind. You know, and, and there's even some folks out there that believe that if you tithe enough or you pray enough or you give enough or, or you, you supplicate enough, that God is going to change his mind. It doesn't work that way. God knows the beginning. He knows what you need. He knows the desires of your heart. And He wants to meet those needs. God isn't, God isn't sitting there not wanting to keep, you know, keep things from you. The Bible says that you being evil give your children good things. How much more does your Father in heaven not give you the Holy Spirit if you ask Him? And it's not only the Holy Spirit. It's everything that is in His will for your life. Right? But God is a gentleman. You know, God isn't going to just come in and barge into your life and, and give you, you know, give you what he thinks is right for you and, and just kind of not care, you know, what you want. You know, so prayer is really asking God for permission and giving God, I'm sorry, it's giving God permission to come into your circumstances and, and really, and really change things. I, I mean, it's, it's. It, it's, it's not enough to just sit there and, 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 and say, well, God, I have this problem. And, and, you know, tonight, before we, started, before we started our study, we invited God into this situation. We invited the Holy Spirit here. God is not going to violate, you know, your free will. God is a, you know, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He, he's not going to, he, he's not going to, uh, uh, you know, just interfere unless you invite him into a situation. And that really comes to the revelation of, of realizing that you can't do it alone, right? You know, so, so now we've established that there's different kinds of prayer and prayer really isn't always, you know, it's, it's not always uh, 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 us telling God what God needs to do on our behalf, but it, it's really giving God permission, you know, but how do we do this thing called prayer? You know, have you ever uh, have you ever hung out with one of those real spiritual people? 
You know those people that, you know, they, 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 last week they were hanging out on the street corner. Yo, dude, what's up? How much you want? You know, what, what, what can I hook you up with, bro? And now this week is, oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. And every other word out of their mouth is, oh, glory. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and last week they were cursing like a sailor just got off of a marine ship, man. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm not... I'm not saying that God doesn't renew your mouth, your mind, your spirit. And it's certain, uh, you know, and your, and your, your mouth, God knows. I, 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 I'm, I'm totally guilty of, of having a potty mouth when I was in the world. And even after, and even after being a, a Christian for a number of years, uh, still walking in that fleshly mouth. You know, and life and death is in the tongue, right? So, I mean... You know, if we, if, you know, if we're walking around with a potty mouth, but, but still, but that, that's not the kind of talking I'm talking about. I mean, it's really nice when you, when you can, when you can walk up to a, a fellow believer and say, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, brother, praised, blessed, highly favored, glory to God. You know, and that's true. But, but now what ends up happening when, you know, he walks into work the next day, right after he got saved, you know. Boss comes in, you know, this is a guy who was going, walking around, you know, having a beer and going to the strip joint last week, you know, after work with his buddies. Boss comes in, so, how you doing? Oh, blessed of the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. And we're like, what planet are you on, man? What's wrong with you? You know, and, and sometimes, I mean, you know, when, when we become believers, it's, uh, I got five kids, so I've, I've been through just a few births. <laughs> and Everybody talks about how cute kids are. And, and my wife and I have agreed that our kids were pretty darn ugly when they were born. I mean, they, their skin didn't fit right. You know, they were, their skin was baggy and they, they, they looked like little prunes, man. And they had all that little, these little piggy, they had these little piggy noses, you know. Um, and that's kind of sometimes the way that we are when we're born in the Lord for the first, you know, when we're first born in the Lord because we don't really, all we know is Jesus saved us and we were, we were you know, his grace saved a wretch like me. We really don't know everything else. So we, we're so excited. And at that moment, we're so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, you know. Um, so it, it, it really takes us a while to grow into that Christian skin of ours. And some of us, um, once we kind of get that whole, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk, you know, when you were in the world, you know, you, like I said, you know, you talked a certain way and stuff. And now that you're a Christian, well, you know, now you've got to come up with this whole new Christianese. Everybody's brother or sister or hallelujah or glory to God for every single little thing. And again, we should praise the Lord in what we do. But, you know, it just becomes a point of piety. And Jesus spoke about this. Turn with me, if you will, to Matthew 6, verse 1. Here Jesus is warning us, beware, beware, he starts out, of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, what happens? No reward for you, buddy. No reward. So, you know, those people that, that are just, you know, out there praying real loud prayers, 
You know, and, and just, you know, those, 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 you know those, those epic prayers. We've seen epic movies. <laughs> you know, people, some, people, some people have, you know, epic prayers. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the epic prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Is that what it says? No, I don't think so. It says the, the righteous, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. It doesn't say that we're, we're here to, to, to pray you know, for, 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 for hours and hours at a time. You know, the, the, these people, they, they kind of, you know, in, 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 uh, in, if, you, if you go down to, uh, to chapter, uh, to, to, in verse uh, 5 over here, and when these people pray, they're not, you know, they're, 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 they're hypocrites, the, the word says. They're, they're the ones who, you know, love to stand out and, you know, oh, you know, let me, let me pray for you. And they pray these long prayers and loud prayers. And, and this was really towards the, the Pharisees. But the interesting thing is if you look, at, if you look here uh, at, at, uh, at, at verse 5, it says, when you pray, not if you pray. So basically, Jesus is talking to believers here, okay? So we need to pray, and we need to pray for everything, okay? I mean, sometimes, sometimes people say, well, you know, uh, and, and see, that may sound a little contradictory to what I was saying before. I'm not saying that we need to come up with these long prayers. I mean, sometimes a prayer can be as, as simple as, you know, Lord, just help me here. And, and, you know, God doesn't need a really, really long explanation. Well, Lord, you know, I was walking down the street and, and then, you know, this, this thing happened. And, and you know, you ever, you ever gone to somebody and they say, I need you to pray for me. And then they give you their life story. You know, and you really don't, you know what, and you, and you, you end up saying, Bro brother, sister, hey, chill out. God knows your situation. And there's, it's certainly true that there are times where, you know, where we want to know what's going on kind of on the surface so that we can, you know, know exactly what to pray. But really, you know, we, we, don't, we, don't, uh, we, we don't need to, to, to really elaborate on everything that we're talking about. You know, the simple fact is that, that, that we, we have not because we ask not. Sometimes we just forget to pray. And, and it's not that, you know, God doesn't need us to sit there and, and pray about something 50 times. There's, uh, there's, there's a, a guy uh, named, uh, and, and the name always makes me laugh, back in the, in the, uh, in the 19th century, a guy named, I, I believe his name was Smith Wigglesworth. Imagine walking around life with a name like Wigglesworth. And, uh, and he used to pray once. He said, the first time was for out of faith. You know, we're to pray in faith. <laughs> the next time, well, it was just to, you know, assure yourself that you were, that you were, uh, that you were, that you were on track. You know, just to remind yourself, I'm praying about this. I'm praying about that. But, you know, it shows in the book of Daniel, the, 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 the angel told Daniel when they finally showed up, hey, we, we got your prayer request the first time, man. It just took 21 days to get here. <laughs> You know, we took the, we, we, we went ground instead of uh, airborne. Now, it was, it was actually because there was just such a war going on. Sometimes, you know, we, we just need to pray and we just need to move on in faith. Um, the, those of us, some of us are, 
our, 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 our uh, you know, we've applied for jobs and we're, we're believing that we're going to get it. And, and we, we, see the, we see the things happening, but sometimes they don't just happen fast enough, do they? You know, they, <laughs> you know sometimes they don't happen fast enough. But believe it, believe it when, when God tells you it's yours, it's yours. There's no reason for you to doubt He's going to give it to you. And if it's in your will, if it's in his will for you, why wouldn't he give it to you? Amen? Amen. So turn to John chapter 15. And go down to, to verse 14. And this is Jesus speaking here. It says, you are my friends if you do as I command, what I command. So, I mean, how many of us, you know, have, have friends? And, 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 and I mean, if, if, if you came over to my house, for example, and uh, I don't know, I, I, I gave this example to somebody the other day. You know, I, I, I don't like... I don't like playing bridge. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that I just would not do. Um, and, and those of you, if you were planning on inviting me over to your house to play bridge, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not something that I really enjoy doing on my time off. But, uh, but I'll go anyway. We can fellowship. We can hang out, have some coffee. And you guys can play bridge. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, but the thing is that if, if we're friends then we find things that we can do together, things that will deepen our friendship, right? And we talk and we hang out and, 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 and you know, and, and really that could be, you know, with, with, with people, you know, or we could hang out with ourselves, just kind of chilling out. I, I, I have, a, I have a, a good friend here in the group, a guy named Henry here, and Henry and I are friends, and, and sometimes we just hang out. We, we just sit down, watch football or, or whatever. We, we don't really talk much. And sometimes we get into these long, deep conversations, man, that I'm just like, I kind of come away like, whew, that was intense, man. That was a, that was a you know, I mean, and, and really, that's the way God wants us to talk to him. I mean, God wants us to communicate with him as if we were communicating with a friend or a brother. You know, God, I, I really, I'm having this situation. I'm having a problem. Lord, what do you want? What do you think I should do? And the problem with a lot of us is that we talk at God. We don't talk with God. You know, we go there and we, oh, Lord Jesus, help me, please. And I've got this problem and I've got the other problem and I've got the other problem. Shut up. Shut up! You know, bring it. If I came to your house and I started talking to you and I said, "Hey, Henry, I got a problem, dude," and I got this and that, 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 and an hour and a half later, what do you think? How many of us don't go doing that to the Lord? I know I've been guilty of it. So me, right here. You know, but we wouldn't do that to, to, we wouldn't do that to anyone else, you know, or, or, or worse, or worse. You know, you ever been to one of those people that, 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 that starts to pray? And this kind of, kind of goes back to the, 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 the term, you know, what we did before, you know, that, that all of a sudden it's time to pray. Oh, you know, can you pray for me, man? I, I, 
you know, I went for this job and, and, and I need you to pray for me. And, oh, Lord, help my brother. Then, of course, we start breaking into the Old English. For thou art worthy of our praise, O Heavenly Father, O God, O Lord above, creator of the universe and the sky and everything within it. it I'm Cuban, okay? I mean, I, you guys know that, right? And I grew up in, in Miami, and in Miami we have some of the most diverse, the, the biggest, the widest diversity of accents in the world. And I've had friends who are Haitian, I've had friends who are Jamaican, you know, and, and, and I've had friends who are Cuban or whatever. And can you imagine if somebody walked up to me and said, hey, Mikey, how'd you doing, man? And I came back to him and I said, pretty good, bro, how you doing, man? Wouldn't that be kind of patronizing? Or if my, if my, uh, if my Jamaican friend say, yo, man, how you doing, brother? And I came, oh, I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? I can't even do the Jamaican accent right, for heaven's sakes. Yet, we insist on going to God and talking in this old English. God only understands King James, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, the King James Bible is an excellent book. But God meets us where we're at, doesn't he? God doesn't, God, I mean, if, 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 I were to, if I were to tell you what my worldly profession of faith was, you'd cringe. <laughs> Some of you know what my worldly profession of faith was, because I've told you. But I'm not going to repeat it here, because this is going on tape. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was truly something that, you know, that, 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 that we, that definitely, definitely um, was not, the King's English, <laughs> at least, at least not, at least not the King James English, and and God met me there. God really, really met me there, and and really helped me um, understand who He was, Amen. you know, and did that where I was at, not not in these long, drawn out prayers. So when you when you when you talk to God. You know, when you, when you pray for someone, don't think you need to go to myself or, or a pastor or, or somebody who's quote-unquote anointed of God. You're all anointed of God for heaven's sakes. Jesus said, Jesus said for, for what I do, you'll do and more, for I go to the Father. Amen. He didn't say, what I do, pastors will do and more. What I do... Teachers will do and more. He said, what I do, you will do. You, 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 you. Say me. 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 Those are all my promises. Mine. And really, that's the, that's the point, isn't it? You know, what? so when we pray for each other, there is no more prayer, there is no more power in my prayer than in any of anybody else's prayers here than in a new believer. Well, actually, I tell people all the time, I like to hang out with new believers because I think that God shows off for new believers. <laughs> it's for us people that have been with him for a while. He says, shush, sit down and wait. <laughs> Believe by faith. The new believer is like, whammo, God, do this for me. Boom, you talk to a new believer. Oh, yeah, God did that for me. Sure. Yeah, God did that for me. Like, dude, what, why don't you pray for me, man? <laughs> I've been a believer for, God, gosh, God knows how long, and, 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 and he's not doing it for me. Maybe if you pray for me, right? But, you know, it, it, it really comes back to that, that, uh, that, that thing about just praying fervently. The Bible says that the prayers of a righteous man, the fervent prayers, the sincere. Fervent means sincere, from your heart. Not, not 
the eloquent prayers of a righteous man? At least, not in my case. You know? And, uh, and, and, and hey, as Job, the thing I feared the most has come upon me. My notes just fell on the floor. <laughs> um, and there wasn't even a wind blowing. But <laughs> Uh, for, for those of you that are listening, um, I, I have my, uh, my notes up here on the lectern, and, uh, and there, was a, there was an air conditioning vent uh, that, uh, that was blowing on the notes before we got started. And I said, you know, we better make sure that the AC isn't on during the, the teaching because I can just see the, the notes flying away. You know, so the thing I feared the most has come upon me. So you see, guys, why you can't fear? <laughs> you can't fear because then it'll come upon you. <laughs> amen. Amen. See, see, you're preaching. I'll give you a mic. Go grab that mic over there. Um, so, you know, and the last thing, of course, is let me ask you a question, Henry. How much of a friendship would we possibly have if I called you up on the phone? And I said, hey, Henry, how you doing? Hey, Henry, how you doing? Hey, Henry, how you doing? What's up, man? 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 Would we have much of a friendship? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> besides, besides you having me committed. <laughs> you know, and, and yet some of our brethren insist on praying the same thing over and over, over and over. Hail Mary, full of grace. Hail Mary, full of grace. Our Father who art in heaven. Our... Now, don't get me wrong. While I've never read the Hail Mary, full of grace in the Bible, I have read the Our Father. And Jesus did say, and we're going to study that next week, Jesus did say, when you pray, pray this way. But let me tell you a little secret about that. Because we're going to read out of the book of Matthew. But I'll give you a little, a little you know, pre pre uh, pre-information uh, about next week. Do you know that when, in, in, uh, and I forget which one of the other Gospels it is, I believe it's in the, in the Gospel of Luke, that the only reason that Jesus even went into that stuff was because the, the disciples came to him and said, teach us to pray like John taught his disciples to pray. Oh, wait a minute, man. Here you're hanging out with the King of the universe. You've got the enlightenment of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. And Jesus is saying, no, no. And these guys are coming to Jesus and saying, no, man, we want you to do it like that guy over there was eating locusts a couple of months back. And Jesus, that, no wonder Jesus said, how long must I, you know, deal with you, you wicked generation? So, I mean, <coughs> excuse me. So, really, I mean, it's, 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 it just comes down to, you know, don't pray repetition. God, God, God isn't deaf. God, God is, the, 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 in the book of Habakkuk, it says, though it may tarry, division will surely come to pass, and I'm paraphrasing. But you know, you really need to believe that if you pray something and it's got in God's will for your life, and the word says that he has plans, good plans for you and not to harm you, amen? You know, then, hey, then you just need to trust in the Lord. Ask the Lord what you want. You know, and if it's in His will, you know, then He'll give it to you. Me, frankly, I'll be, I'll be very candid with you. I, the longer I walk with the Lord, the less I pray for God to give me stuff. It's just gotten to that point with me where, you know, it's, it, Lord, it's not my will, but Your will. And it's not that I'm also ultra-spiritual. It's just that I've really, I've really begun to understand that I 
Mikey don't know what the heck I want for myself. I did for 28 years before I came to the Lord. And you know what? Every single one of the things I wanted for myself ended up in a dead end. You know, and when I finally gave my life to the Lord, and as I see myself relinquishing more and more of my life to the Lord, you know, I, I, I start to live a lot easier. Jesus said, my yoke is light. But we try and complicate it, you know, we try and make it. And the only reason we complicate it is because we don't just sit down and just rest. You know, it's not about fighting, it's about resting. And resting is trusting. Amen? So, the next time that you pray, keep it short, keep it sweet. You know, don't tell us the life story. Sometimes I just want to, you know, say, be quiet, get to the point already, you know? You know, but of course, we, that wouldn't be polite to do, you know? And, 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 and so, so, as we got uh, testimony time coming up here, remember that, huh? Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, it, it really, you know, sometimes, I mean, and obviously it's, it's therapeutic for some of us to share our burdens. But don't ever for a minute think that, I mean, if you need to share with us as a group, I mean, that's what groups are all about, right? Is to share one another's burdens. And, and, and that's what the word says. But don't think that you need to tell God every aspect of the story. Man, he knew before you ever prayed it. As a matter of fact, he gave you, and you'll see in the scripture as we go forward, that He gives you what to pray for. Amen? Amen? Amen. So let's pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this teaching tonight. Lord, we, we thank you that, uh, that you're teaching us how to pray. Lord, that your word has given us instructions, and, and although your, your Holy Spirit will certainly teach us all things, sometimes, Lord, in our own just our own fleshly way sometimes we just need to see it written out on the page so Lord we just, uh, we just ask your Holy Spirit to continue to teach us quicken us to how to pray powerful prayers Lord and Lord and how to rightly divide your word so that we know what to pray for and what you've promised Lord we give you thanks and praise and we ask you to be before us this week as we go forward Lord, bless us in our coming in and our going out. Control our mouths, Lord, and, uh, and just uh, give us the opportunity to witness you to others. Let them, let them see you reflected in us. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.